Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and we are in the season after Epiphany. In this season, we have followed Jesus from the beginning of his ministry, from his baptism, until the Transfiguration, which we remember and worship this weekend. From here, Jesus turns to head to the cross, and we enter the season of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from 2 Peter chapter 1. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty, for we received honor and glory, for he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation, because no prophecy ever came by human will, but men and women, moved by the Holy Spirit, spoke from God. What separates Peter's message about the good news of Jesus Christ from the message of the philosophers and the promoters of mysteries and mystery religions of his day? Well, the gospel is a simple witness, and it's a testimony of all that the apostles had seen and heard concerning Jesus of Nazareth. We sometimes lose the simple elegance of our faith. When Peter and James and John go up the mountain, with Jesus, they see something happen. They see the divine glory. They hear the voice of the Heavenly Father declare Jesus the beloved Son with whom God is well pleased. When Peter, James, and John come down from the mountain, Jesus tells them to keep it a secret until after he is raised from the dead. After Jesus' resurrection, he appears alive to Peter, James, and John, and the other disciples and followers who had been with him. 
And Jesus then sends the apostles out to tell the whole story of what God has done in Jesus Christ. The message they heard at the mountain is now more fully confirmed as Jesus stands risen from the dead, announcing peace and forgiveness. Those who come to believe in Jesus, to put their trust in him and to love him, do so by the Holy Spirit, working through the witness of the apostles as they proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in the message of the cross. And that's what Peter wants us to know as well. The truth of God's word is not in the cleverness of its interpretation or in the seeming wisdom or mystery or secret knowledge of this teacher or that teacher. It's not hidden in some recesses of the internet. It's not out there hiding behind some some deep, dark secret or, or some pattern of numbers that appear here and there. No, the prophetic word is fulfilled in what the apostles saw God do in Jesus Christ. Jesus is the interpretation of the message of Scripture. And all that is said and taught now about God and about Jesus is just a matter of how, is not just a matter of how it strikes our fancy or aligns with our dreams, but it is always a matter of how this message in the Holy Spirit conforms to the message of the cross. And that is at the heart of this entire transfiguration vision. In Jesus Christ, all of Scripture finds its fulfillment and from Jesus Christ, the witness of God's love and salvation in Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection goes out for all people into the world through the witness of the apostles. That's what Peter saw on the mountain and only understood after the resurrection and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that turns his heart to see Jesus spoken of in Scripture and then proclaims that as the good news to all people. He knows that all prophecy, all word of God, all interpretation comes through the Holy Spirit and bears witness to Jesus Christ. And it is that good news that calls us, right now, through God's word, to follow Jesus. It is not a cleverly devised story. It is not terribly complicated. It is not a riddle or an enigma. It is the simple witness to Jesus Christ, crucified and risen from the dead, that is our faith and our life that we have received by the Holy Spirit through Christ and the witness of the apostles. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. 
Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gifts of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all. In Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For those who govern the nations of the world. For the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. For the sick, for the dying, for the mourning. For those who care for the sick and bring comfort to those who are grieving. For all who work for peace and international harmony. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.